Hi, I'm Rosie. Um, I'm graduating from Scotch Plains Framwood High School this year, and I will be attending Ursinus College in the fall. Okay, so 1 Corinthians, I'm focusing on verses 17 through 20. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only in this life we have hope in Christ, we are all people most pitied. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. So Paul, Paul dawns on the fact that if Christ has not been risen, and if people of Corinth are listening to the alternate message of Christ, all the sins that they have are unforgiven because Jesus has not taken the ultimate sacrifice for their wrongdoings. That they are merely wandering through darkness, lost, looking for a light that has not yet been ignited, and it never will be. They have no possibility of grace. Worse yet, all of those who believed in the resurrection, who believed that they would spend their eternal life with Christ and heaven, they have already been buried deep below the earth. They hoped in Christ and they would never receive that hope. But Christ has in fact been raised. That is not the reality we must suffer in. For Jesus took the sins of man, all of the wrongdoings, both that have already been done and all that have yet to come, all of the ungodly things humans plague the world with. He took them on his back like thousands of bricks weighing him down and said, I will die for you. I will take on the punishment of every sin, every dastardly deed in order to ensure that everyone can be forgiven regardless of their sin as long as they call themselves a child of God and accept the Lord into their heart. That those who have died, those who Paul called lost, live an eternal life in heaven. Jesus' resurrection granted us an opportunity to live with God in heaven because, let's face it, we're not perfect Christians. We go to church every week and we pray when situations arise, do missionary work, but somewhere along the line, we are going to mess up, disobey God unintentionally, or maybe it's a little slip up. But nonetheless, we, Christians who have devoted our lives to Christ, let God in we who are constantly pursuing an, an intimate relationship with God are granted the key that unlocks the gates to heaven, that unlocks the kingdom of brothers and sisters. We are granted eternal life. The only thing that satisfies the hunger that we feel all the time in our souls. John 4 verse 13 through 15 says, everyone who drinks the water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water that I give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I give him would become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Our key to the kingdom of knowing God is through Jesus Christ. Even those who have not yet developed their relationship with God, he wants to pursue you. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Revelations 3.20. He is standing at your door waiting for you to open it. He wants you. He is yearning for a connection with each and every one of his beautifully made children. Because of eternal life, we have hope. We are a church in the middle of a cemetery surrounded by death. We want to know for sure that what we believe in is true, that as Christians, we are granted eternal life. But we can never know that. Only two groups of people do. Only, as Paul calls them, the lost. Those who have already completed their time on this earth. And God, Titus 1-2 declares, in the hope of eternal life, 
which God, who does not lie, promised before the beginning of time. There is something more for us after life on this earth. This is not our end. This is merely our beginning. We must put our trust in God and expect something beneficial in the future because he promised and God is a man of his word. Hope that is seen is no hope at all, Romans 8:24. If we knew for certain that would not be hope, that would be common knowledge and there's nothing special about that. Anyone can go to college and get a degree in engineering. Sure, it's really hard, but it's not impossible. It's not special. It doesn't make you one in seven billion. But we have this almighty God, and he loves each and every one of us individually. And we love him, and we worship him, and we praise him, and we live our lives to embody him. And because of that, we are granted the ultimate gift and we can say that we know he will follow through. The kingdom is waiting for us. Let us all bow our heads in prayer. Dear God, Lord, you have given us the ultimate sacrifice and we are so undeserving of this, but every day we'll live our lives. We will try to embody you. We will love, we will just continue to praise your name. You are amazing. We love you. Amen.